Welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by the Peaceful Brand, the Final Peace LLC, and Peaceful Gems Mentoring. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey, 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 back at it with the bi-weekly episodes of Applying Pressure. It is your host, Alicia. I am the CEO of The Final Peace LLC and your favorite mentor from Peaceful Gems Mentoring. The Peaceful Brand is back at it again, interacting, changing lives, dropping podcasts. Today's episode is going to talk about being in relationship with people that have not yet done their work and how that affects your process. Now, being in relationship does not mean being in an intimate relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband and wife all the time. It could be a parent child, a friendship, even sometimes just interacting and exchanging energy with people that are not in the healing space. So that is what we are going to discuss today. So, as we usually discuss, we talk about us doing our part, doing our work, and the benefits of it. But what about when we are around people that are not in a space to do their work, or they started and they stopped, or whatever the situation is? Let's talk about how draining that can be, and some coping mechanisms to push through it. So quite naturally, when we are in the process of doing our work on our healing journey, we want to be able to share the love, share the experience we desire for everyone around us, everyone we come in contact with to heal because healing feels good. Now, the process gets sticky, dirty, a little ugly sometimes, but once you start, it's like, woo. A weight is being lifted off of my shoulders. I have come to terms with what I've been through, how I've become because of that, um, the weight of it all. But unfortunately, some people are not ready for that journey for whatever their reasoning may be. And that can be disheartening for us. It can be frustrating for us, especially if it's those that are closest to us. We want the best for them. We want to see them grow and prosper, elevate, heal, and walk into their purpose, not being stagnant and angry and vengeful. But some people, sometimes that's all they see. That's all they know. That's them becoming a product of their environment, a product of their trauma. They don't always see the beauty in the process that you see. Sometimes we have to give people, just like we have to give ourselves grace space, we have to understand that we too were once where they were. Healing wasn't always attractive to us either. So giving grace space is important, but that doesn't mean that you become a doormat. So, I'm going to elaborate. First, let's talk about gray space. Gray space is saying, hey, okay, I understand that you are in this space. You have been affected in this manner. You may respond this way because you have been through this. But not becoming a doormat means that you are not going to allow 
that individual to spew their toxicity on you and accept the trauma that they are trying to inflict on you. Even if it's something subtle, even if it's a passive aggressive behavior, it is not okay. Yes, they're hurting. No, they haven't healed. But you don't have to stand for the negative side effects of them still being hurt, being broken, being vulnerable, hiding from their truth. So when offering grace space, that's just simply you saying, hey, I understand this is what you have been through. No, it is not who you are, who God sees you as, but you may not see yourself that way. But I understand that I don't have to stand for the abuse because that's simply what it is. A lot of times people, and we can probably think back to times when we were still hurting before we began our healing. We as people seek to hurt people. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, hurt people, hurt people. That is toxic. You don't have to stand for it. You can be compassionate, empathetic, and understand that, hey, this is not healthy for me, so I'm going to throw my deuces. So you can offer that gray space, and if it does get toxic, you have permission to leave. But... If you are dealing with an individual that is not necessarily toxic, but they're not ready to heal either, there are things that you can do to be understanding, to deal with this person. For instance, communication is key. So you can allow them the space to comfortably express themselves in a healthy way so if they are angry and they don't know how to cope with their anger you can allow them the ability to respectfully say hey i'm upset right now i really don't know how to deal with this so can you leave me alone it's okay for them to be in that space and it's okay for you to step away and give them that respect as well but as we know it doesn't always go that way so what do we do How do we cope when somebody else's healing or lack thereof, I should say, is stagnating you, holding you down, weighing you down? How do you cut the cord? Because remember, we're still on our journey and our main focus is our own mental health, our own personal relationship with ourself and with God. So while we're on this journey... If we are on this journey with individuals that do not respect where we are or that do not understand how they are attributing to our stress, irritating us, the lack of understanding or lack of communication, we have to find ways to cope. So let's talk about how to cope. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about cutting the cord. It is not easy for a lot of us to walk away, throw it all away, turn our backs on situations, circumstances that we have worked hard to build, relationships that we have invested in. But when it comes to yourself and your healing journey, you need to understand that you cannot allow people who are not ready to take that risk, that same journey to disrupt your journey. 
upset the patterns that you are creating and we rewiring within your own brain. So clean breaks are not always possible. I wish I could tell you, you could just walk away and say, okay, bye, leave me alone. And they comply. No, a lot of times people that we come in contact with in relationship with that are also affected by trauma like we are. We build trauma bonds with these people. So a lot of times when you are not accustomed to an appropriate love, a healthy love, a trauma bond may seem natural to you. It's intense. It's chaotic. It has its ups, its downs, its highs, its lows. It's good when it's good, but when it's bad, it's bad. And part of that bond is that intensity, the soul tie takes a hold of you and you just crave this person on every level and they too crave you but in order for us to be healthy individuals we need to sever that soul tie this is not an easy situation a lot of people go through a cycle with this and some people say when you are done when you're truly done you will know but sometimes you have to force yourself into a place of completion so you need to sit down and have a conversation with yourself and say, self, this is not benefiting me. This, this is not healthy for me. This is not encouraging me. It is tearing me down. And it is okay to say that because your first priority, as we mentioned before, is you. If you are not healthy and happy and whole within yourself, within your relationship with God, there is no way that you can be anything for anybody else because if you are something for somebody else it is a broken piece a fragment of you so it is your responsibility to sever that tie whether you need to go completely off the map meaning change your phone number change your address change your circle change your job change where you hang out do that because your peace your sanity your joy is worth more than staying in a relationship or a situation where you are drained, you are taken advantage of, you are undervalued, disrespected, manipulated, abused. If it is a situation where your significant other, family member, whoever is, friend giving the abuse out or abusing you, if they understand, okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore, then you need to be strong as well. I know it's hard when we have those bonds, those trauma bonds to not reach out, not text. If we see a picture, if we see a movie or a show that we enjoy with that person, we may want to pick up the phone and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. How you doing? Don't do it. It's not worth it. The work that you are doing is so much more valuable than that broken bond. You may have bonded with them, but it was in a broken manner. If you heal, you will attract so much more. You will attract what you are truly worthy of. Once you do your work, you become whole. You open up yourself for opportunities. Open up your life for God to send you something that is truly for you. And not just intimate relationships, but Job opportunities, resources for expansion for business, resources for networking, growing your ministry, whatever 
you are seeking to do whatever your goal is for your healing journey, those things can become possible if you hold on and stay strong. So cut the cord. I appreciate you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. I know this was not one that we always... Thank you so much for tuning in to Applying Pressure, brought to you by The Peaceful Brand. Again, I am your host, Alicia, mentor, educator, coach. I'm here for you all. This episode, I hope, was enlightening to you. It brought some light to your situation and even gave you some encouragement to keep pushing, move on, and giving you that extra push or confirmation to know it's okay to release people.